Monogamish contains content intended for mature audiences. The views expressed here are for entertainment purposes only. Please enjoy the show. One of my partners, actually, the one that just recently moved, uh -huh. um, I'm more dominant um, in the bedroom. Okay. And so um, <laughs> it's really funny because he's strong, like really strong. like, And so he always laughs because even though I'm trying to restrain him, like with my body weight or whatever, he says, you know I can just throw you off of yeah, me at right? any time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dang it, I need to get some chains for my bed now. <laughs> Hi, Ishes. Welcome back. Another episode of season three. I know. I'm Justina. And I'm Kenji. And, and we're, we're monogamish. <laughs> Today. Today. I know. We you met, go ahead. Uh, we met some, our new person. Our new person. We've never met her before. No, this is our first time. I love meeting somebody new and hearing I a new know. story. I know. It's so fun. <laughs> so please introduce yourself. I'm Sasha. Hi, Sasha. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for having me, finally. I know, right? <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Yes. Finally. I'm excited to be here. Oh. Good stuff. Thank you for coming. We love it. Yeah. And I love your energy already, Thank especially you. for the, we're, ju we're filming in the morning, which we never do. Mm -hmm. So having that high energy is good. Right. Like I literally <laughs> woke up like a couple hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start by, well, first, let's have you um, tell us your sexual orientation okay. and then we'll talk about your relationship status. Okay. Um, so basically I'm bisexual. I would consider myself um, and mostly into women like and sometimes into men like it takes a special kind of man to um i don't know catch my attention um so like 80 percent um into women maybe 20 percent into guys it just depends on the day okay <laughs> <laughs> maybe 95.5 the less the less so right now you are in a you're you consider yourself polyamorous yeah, as well. Yeah, polyamorous. Mm -hmm. And you're in a polyamorous or multiple polyamorous relationships? Yeah, right now I have um two male partners. Um, and then, you know, they each have their partner, other partners as well. So, but at the, at the moment I just have two male partners. Usually I like to have um, a girlfriend or two. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, yeah. So are you either one of your partner's primaries? No. Um, I'm solo poly. You're um, solo poly. Yep, okay. Yep. Okay. Um, and one of my other partners is solo poly, and then the other one is actually married. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do all of your partners know each other? Um, they have not met, but they know of each other. Um, and it's really cute because um, one of my partners – will take pictures of me for the other partner um, oh. like knowing what that other partner likes like my feet or like the certain angle or something and so oh. i think uh -huh. that's really cute that's that awesome. is. Hell yeah. yeah yeah so let's back up how did you how were you raised were you in a poly household no um actually my parents divorced when i was really young like maybe two years old and then um I um, live with my um, dad and my stepmom, um, who I consider my mom as well. And um, we grew up uh, very Christian. My grandparents went to church every Sunday. Um, you were never supposed to um, have sex uh, before marriage. Um, of all the Christian Yeah, things. and so basically, I got married pregnant. 
Oh. <laughs> oh shit. So you got pregnant and then they were like this is yeah. you got to get married. Yeah. Okay. Um uh, when I told my grandma that I was pregnant, the first thing that she said to me was when's the wedding? Oh god. Oh. I was like, "Ooh." So, you know, it was kind of forced <laughs> and now I'm divorced. Yeah. Um and because so it was forced. Pr- I mean, pretty much, you know, I was really young, you know, and when mm-hmm. I was I was 20 years old when I got pregnant, you know, I was done with college and everything. When you're young like that, like you think, you know, but you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. You don't. Um, and that's a lot of work. Yeah. Children yeah. are a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I married um, my high school sweetheart. Um, and so like, you know, he was what I knew. You know, we were married for six years. But, you know, even from whenever I was like younger, to me, I always thought it was kind of weird how you have all of these qualities that you're looking for in a person. Right. But you're not supposed to change someone and you're never supposed to change for someone. And so how in the world are you going to find, you know, somebody that has all of these things, like checks all the boxes, like that's really impossible. I just feel like it's, it should be okay to like say that you're into, I don't know, like roller skating or something. And your partner, whoever you're with, doesn't like that. Um, But rather than sitting there and, like, making them go or, like, you know, making them not enjoy themselves or having to do it alone, you can go and find um, another person who has those same interests as you. And, you know, like, all poly relationships don't have to be sexual. Right. You should be able to have, you can love more than one child. Like, you guys have five kids. Right. So, like, you should be able to love more than one partner, I think. From being young, and then I, you know, I also um, have been attracted to um, girls at an early age as well. Um, okay. Like, I was in third grade when I kissed my first girl, like, practice on each other and stuff. Okay. <laughs> so um, you knew from a young age that you were bisexual? I mean, I knew that, that I felt differently about women, but it was always marriage should be between a man and a woman. It came down to I didn't want to disappoint my grandparents. Um, and... You know, and so then my grandma passed um, right after my 30th birthday. Um, So were you still married at that time? No, um, I got divorced in 2000. It was final in 2017. Okay. Um, And so then I got into another monogamous relationship, which was very controlling, um, like to the point where I didn't have any friends really outside of, of the relationship. I didn't hang out with anybody. Oh, and so, so it was one extreme to another. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you're on a totally side, a different side now of. Mm-hmm. Ten years, like I was with two guys for ten years. Six years I was married, and then four years I was in a just a relationship, living living relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you know, after that, like, then my grandma passed, and pretty much like I I turned thirty, and then a month later my grandma passed. My thirtieth birthday. I'm not gonna go into details, but it it was horrible. Um, and so it, you know, made me start to think about like, and my grandma passed. And so it made me start to think like, what am I really doing with my life? I'm sitting here like trying to make this person happy and everything I'm doing is not working. And like, you know, what's the point? Like, and here I am, like, I'm having more feelings for women and stuff too. And then, you know, he would also make me feel bad about, um, being into girls and stuff, like almost poke fun, I guess. Really? Yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? I don't know. Oh my like, God. was he very religious too? Um, no, I would say close-minded. I'd say. Okay. <gasps> Maybe traditional, close-minded. Um. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, it was during that time that you thought, "I'm not being, I'm not happy." Yeah, I'm not myself. I mm-hmm. lost who I was. 
Right. Because I was because I was doing everything to please him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it wasn't working. I he still wasn't happy. Right. And then I wasn't happy. Right. And this God, is you know. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn Crazy. It. Oh. So Crazy. after thirty, you said I need Done. to. Switch yeah. switch mm-hmm. things up, and did you just jump head first into it, or how did you go? I started therapy first, domestic violence, like therapy and stuff, and she really opened my eyes um, to a lot of um, the things that were going on. Because like when you're in a situation like that, you are blinded, like you really yeah. don't see it for what it is until right. you step back, and it's like almost like I was like looking at things like like through like a scope or something and then it like vision and then it just opens up yeah and i'm like oh wow like my eyes are so wide open now like i'm seeing shit that like i i allowed for this long and like i i allowed somebody to treat me that way Ooh, like wow why i why did i do that to myself Mm -hmm. um and so then like i started checking in with my inner child a lot um and she wasn't happy and so um i um, talked to my dad's um, best friend and decided to move in with him. I moved out for a month and then we, um, he came to therapy, my ex came to therapy with me one time and it did not go over well at all. Oh, shit. And yeah, so then like I almost felt rushed to move back in because the kids were going to start school and he had a son as well. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't feel ready to move back in. It had only been a month. And we did it, and then we were there for I don't even know how long. Um, and I had to call up my uncle again, like, hey, I know we just moved out, but, like, can we – oh, maybe it was a month. We were there – yeah, we were there a month. Um, so it was like a month, a month, and then, and then you're going you're back. Like, done. Done. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh. beca- because, because, like, you can't change someone. No. You, ca- you can't tell somebody how to love you. And that um, cycle of abuse was just going to continue if you stayed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I, it was it was out of my control, um, mm. and I was not the problem. And right. so, like, and, and, and again, I couldn't have my son in that situation. Um, and so we, we left, and, you know, I was living with my uncle for a while, and then, um, thankfully, we were there during the pandemic. Oh, my Lord. Thankfully, yes. we were there because... Um, with my, um, cleaning business, um, like obviously nobody wanted anybody in the house to clean. So it put you in a lot of of stress on you. Yeah. And I'm like, well, hey guys, like I'm bringing bleach and I have masks and gloves. Like, let me like wash the doorknobs and the light switches and your remotes and everything. And, um, but you know, nobody wanted me in there. And then obviously nobody was going on vacation because, uh, of of the pandemic and stuff. And so I, I didn't house it. And then everybody was already at home, so they started doing their own <laughs> cooking and gardening, and <laughs> yeah. And then and then everybody started delivering. So I, you know, like the grocery service and everything. So I was kind of like run out of business in oh a way. Man. Um, oh man, they hit everything that you were yep, doing, huh? Yep, yep. So thankfully I was there um, because he was really good to me, um, and I'm I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. So how did you start exploring polyamory? Um, so I met my partner, um, through a really good friend and he started, um, like showing me, well, he actually showed me a TED talk and I watched it and I was like, wow, that is, that's me. That's my entire life. Like every, cause honestly, I didn't know 
what polyamory was until um so after your marriage and everything mm -hmm. yeah okay. okay but but i knew that i would that i like i said earlier i would always feel that it was wrong like to have to find everything mm -hmm. you know in one person and stuff and like i just and and especially with me being bisexual like how could i not be with a woman or not be with a man like why can't i have both and like why can't it just be okay with everybody like right. in this day and age yeah you're not hurting anyone like yeah you just have to have communication like and that is like a huge thing and like right. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and trust. <laughs> yes, and trust. And trust yes yes and and also not not only not only communication because you can sit here and communicate with somebody until you're blue in the face but if they don't comprehend what you're telling them Right. Then it goes nowhere. Right. Yep. So so comprehension is a big one too. Mm -hmm. Um and and I've I've in in a couple of relationships that I've had recently like I've learned that comprehension. Like you you can sit there and you can tell somebody the same thing over and over and over again, but if they're not hearing you, like they mm. may be they may be listening but they're not hearing you. Right. Then, you know, it goes nowhere. Right. Oh man. Um, so you yeah. you didn't know anything about you know, poly or the lifestyle or anything just before like a couple years ago? Um, well, I mean, I knew like lifestyle, I knew like BDSM and like kink and stuff like that, but like, and swingers, not necessarily like the relationship part of it. Okay. Um, you know, but I knew that there was like couples, you know, who swapped and, but I never really knew like what polyamory meant until that TED talk, until um, my partner was telling me, you know, okay, well, my wife and I, We've been married forever, and you know, she has boyfriends, and I have girlfriends, and like, you know, he sent me a picture of, um, he calls his brothers or his um <coughs> wife's boyfriends his Eskimo brothers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he sent me a picture with all of his Eskimo brothers, you know, oh. and and like I was just really um, I guess, um, I guess I was intrigued by her, like. You you could have, you know, four guys love you and care about you and like have them all be on the same page. Like that's that's amazing. Like I yeah. want that. Like I wanna have like my polycule yeah. and, and my family, <laughs> you know, and, and because I have enough love in me to give to everybody and like I want that back. And so right. why can't I have that? Like Right. Who says it's my life? Right. <laughs> I'm 30. <laughs> I can do what I want. <laughs> so, have you discussed this with your son? Um, not really. Like he knows that I like he's met um my partner um when, like he'll come here and um he'll get like a um Airbnb for us and then um he'll get to like my son will get to stay with us and so like um and we went to dinner and stuff too. So um, does he know that your partner has another partner? Um, yes. Okay. Um, but again, like it's it's not really talked about like in detail, you know, because he's only eleven. I don't know if he would be able to like wrap his head around the concept yet. Um, and then also like there's his dad too, you know. Like I don't I don't want his dad to get the wrong idea, um, right? Because his dad is I don't. Know, a certain kind of way, you know, but but they do know that I am bisexual. They do know that that um I am into women and stuff. So that's a big thing um that I wanted my son to know. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So, and and he he double checked with me today. And he was like, "So you like girls, mom? <laughs> yeah. And you like boys? Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Just out of the blue, I don't know what he was thinking about, but he looked over and asked at that point, okay. So have you told the rest of your family now? I know Grandma's not with, with mm-hmm. you anymore. Nope. So really? you've kept this nope. all. How do you, are you nervous about how they'll react because of the background, you know, because of your family being religious? Um. So I feel like the people who matter won't mind. Okay. And I feel like the people who don't matter, they'll mind. Okay. Okay. Um, I, you know, my uncle knows, obviously. Um, he was actually the first one that I came out to, and it was so great. It was so perfect, I have to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> okay. absolutely. So um, he went um, hunting, and he was gone for a while, and I had, um, there's a hot tub in the backyard, and I had um, my friend over, um, who I've known um, since um, kindergarten, and um, we we just went in the hot tub, and then um, later on, um, my uncle comes back and he says, um, "Oh, did you did you have anyone um, over while I was gone? Like, did you party it up?" And I was like, "Oh, no, I just had my one of my girlfriends over, or, or I can't remember what I said, but um, he was like, "Oh, well, I didn't know if." if you were into girls too. And I was like, no, only half the time. (laughs) 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 And and so then he was like, okay. He's like, and then he said um, that um, uh, he was like, I can't remember what he said, but something like, he's like, oh, I I know, I know a few of those people. I know a few of them. Um, (laughs) Because I guess he he used to know um, the owners of, of tracks oh okay like way it. back in the day Stop okay it. yeah okay like, so he so then of course he was had to tell me all the stories oh after. hell I'm yeah like, okay so does that mean that you're gonna come with us now <laughs> you're gonna come with me to tracks <laughs> and so then then we would always um every time we would go out because he's he's so much fun we would go out and have a couple drinks and like we would be each other's wingman Hell like, like, yes. Oh, you want her or do you want? And I'm like, how about let's get a twofer? That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was a lot of fun living with him. And, um, yeah. You're not supposed to fucking man. <laughs> right? right? I am the best wingman. I love it. So post-divorce, it. you've now made this decision and post-therapy. Yes. That you're going to be true to yourself and that you're polyamorous. So you met that first guy. Mm-hmm. How did you broach the subject when you met your second partner? Um, well, I mean, we met online. Okay. Um, and so I, I already knew um, a few of his partners. So, so on your profile, you had already listed what you were looking for online, that you're polyamorous and that you already have. It was just Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, just Facebook, like, so, like, through the community, like, I knew um, my current partners, like, um, partners. So, okay. like, I guess I, I guess we were vetted for each other. Okay. In oh, a way. nice. Yeah. And then, like, we also, we talked online for a while before um, we met in person, like, and, you know, I was comfortable enough to drive all the way up the mountain um, by myself to see him and, and stay the night with him and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. So now you're dating two separate people, um, both males. Yep. And one is married and one is also solo poly. Okay. And you're ideally, I'm sure, would want to be dating a female as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that female energy. Um, Well, and then also, like, 
both of my my um, partner just recently moved out of state, and so like they're both out of state. Oh, oh. and so like. I'm a lonely bitch. Oh. I know. I was just gonna ask you. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you how you would manage your time with them, but uh-huh. they're out I'm, of state. It's a lot of phone calls, a lot of texts, video okay. chats. You know, video chats. <laughs> so it's primarily <laughs> video chats. <laughs> so it's primarily at this point. I mean, I'm not saying that you don't have sexual chats, but it's primarily not a physical relationship at right. this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But. Like, it would be great to have somebody here, you know, like, when, obviously, whenever I got with my, uh, the partner that moved, like, obviously, he lived here, you mm-hmm. know, but but I knew that he was not. And so oh, okay. That was kind of sad. At the same time, it's like, like, when you go on a vacation, like, you know the vacation's ending, but <sighs> you don't want to have, like, a shitty time at the vacation, so you, like, live it up until it's over. So that's basically what we did. I don't even uh. know how many times I went up the mountain. Oh, huh. well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like hashtag good dick will travel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my hashtag. <laughs> so, have you had any girlfriends then? I have. I've had a couple. Um. Uh, and they have like been married. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but I would like want to find, I guess, like a single girl. Okay. Um. I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter if they're, like, lesbian or bisexual. But, yeah. You'd like to meet, so another uh, another solo poly girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because I, I like that female energy, like, um, and also, like, sexual. Like, because I feel like with women, like, I can connect better with them because I am also a female. And mm-hmm. so, like, I have a lot more in common, obviously, with women and and then obviously I'm attracted to them sexually, and so it's like I feel like since I I'm a sapiosexual, okay, oh like, yeah. so I love that, and so like if I can get to know you and get to know your brain and stuff, like the sex is just that much better, mm-hmm. right? So. My wife is too. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you, I mean, sure. Like I might may think that somebody is like attractive looking, but like, am I sexually attracted? attracted to them no not until like i get to know them there you go so oh yeah and where did you find your girlfriends at did you find them online as well yeah online and then you know just like friends of friends like um you know the online community here well i mean the the lifestyle community here is huge and then Mm -hmm. but it's also like close-knit too and so you know if if you meet somebody chances are they know people that you know right yep Gotcha. Is what I like. Oh, you know that person. Me too. Or like, oh, I yeah. know that one too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah. when you're navigating this, do you feel like you'll ever be in a position where you want another primary partner? Maybe eventually. Um, like I would like that consistency. Um, mm-hmm. and but like if I ever did live with someone again, um, I would definitely have to have my own room my own space like okay yeah like that's that's something that I really missed whenever I was in my relationships is like having my own room like even Mm. if it's just to like go away and go take a nap like you know and then whenever you guys want to like spend the night together you can like sleep in you know each other's bed like switch back and forth like that way you know like if if you're in a bad mood or like you have something going on like that way you don't transfer that negative energy to your partner you know and like Mm -hmm. that way like you know, you still have that sense of individuality as well. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe one day, like I kind of like being solo poly, but maybe I would change my name to somebody would live here. <laughs> you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> like somebody local. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So do you share your lifestyle with your, all of your friends as well? Um, uh, yeah, because mainly all my friends are in the lifestyle. Um, Got it. Like I try to hang out with like-minded people, you know, because, um, I am so open and like my life is so crazy and like, um, it's not for everyone. That's right. right. <laughs> and That's so, right. And you are so open, which surprises me that you haven't told everybody, like the rest of your family or like, do your coworkers know or things like that? Do people that you work with, like, you know, cleaning houses and stuff like that now? No. So you keep really? it really, wow. Yeah. Like, I mean. Because she's so open. I know. That's, You're such yeah. an open book. Yeah. Business and pleasure. I don't know. I mean, like, I guess maybe I am open to the people who I feel like would not judge me. And then, like, the ah, people who I go. feel like would judge me, then I just don't even bother. Okay. There you go. Maybe. Okay. That you know, like, like, oh, you like the same things I like, or, oh, you know, you're into the same stuff. Like, let me tell you my side of the story. Let ah. me tell you all my stuff. <laughs> when she <laughs> says something like that, though, I'm open to the people that don't judge me. It makes me realize how you're still young. You're still very young in that mentality of worrying about what somebody else is going to think. True. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And getting past you know, that. I used to be like that all the time. I know you Horribly. did. I was like, oh, my God, Horribly. just stop. I know. When I first met him, he taught yeah. me that. He he taught me that in partnerships to not give a shit what anybody else, whether it's family, friends, strangers, like, just be you and mm -hmm. don't give a shit about right. what anybody else thinks mm -hmm. because they're not living your life. Right. They're not paying your bills. They're not going right. through the emotional traumas that you've gone through. Right. They're not doing any of that. Mm -hmm. So for them to judge, like to me, if that family that would judge you isn't judging right now, the fact that you went through all this traumatic experience mm -hmm. with these guys in the past, yeah. and now you're a happy person. Mm -hmm. You're genuinely smiling. You're genuinely in love. You're genuinely yeah. in a good place where you might not have a primary partner, but you have two partners that support you and that love you and that they were texting her before yeah. the show and telling her good luck yeah. and <laughs> controlling yeah. your own yeah. life basically you were controlling yeah. your own life mm -hmm. and so i love that that you've grown to that point i'm sad that you don't feel like you can share it because you don't want to have to have that negative reaction Re yeah that rebuttal of Dude. having to yeah. stick up for this oh. is the way i want to live but you you had that for quite some I time did. quite that's some why time that's i'm sad for you quite <laughs> some I because because i've been and, there and it was we i was like dude who fucking cares like mm -hmm. let's just tell everybody and she's like nah i can't well, do that and i'm just like dude whatever you know yeah. like and, and for us it got to the point where if you're going to do something like this and you're on a uh, you know a stage and your 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 face is on here and my mm -hmm. voice it's it's just a matter of time before somebody runs into me that knows somebody that I know. Right. And I would much rather them hear it from me. Right. Then for me to have to go back and go, no, this is why we did that. And this is why I didn't tell you. And this is why, right. you know, yeah. right. and so right. I, it was really hard though. It was, I struggled with that big time. I've, I'm weird in the sense that I wanted everybody to like me, even if I didn't like them. Right. <laughs> even right. if I don't like you, I still want you to like me. I'm still going to be nice to you, even if I don't like you. Right. And, and so it was really hard for me in the beginning to be open and share and for us to have that open, you know, just be who we are with mm -hmm. other people. And we still get judgment consistently. I don't yeah. give a shit. And we just, yeah, you learn how to just go, oh, moving on. 
Right. Next day. Like, next hey, next yeah. minute. Like, not even next day. Like, I'm over it before it even happens. Right. <laughs> so, in looking for partners, do you find that you have the easier time meeting people online or meeting people in person? It's the vetted thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the, you know somebody through somebody, and they're like, oh, yeah, that person's cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, well and then also, like, I'm not – I don't really want to, like, sit there and text to get to know someone. Like, I'd rather, like – be like, hey, you want to meet up this time and this day, and then and then I'll spend you know the time with them, personal you know personal time with mm-hmm. them, and I prefer that more than than phone calls or texts or even on online interaction. You know, like I I'm the same I'd way I'd rather too. yeah so talk in like, person yeah because um, you can learn so much about a person from their body language and their tone and their their, their demeanor and yes. stuff yeah even and, and more than what they say mm-hmm, and their energy and stuff too and um. Like, I feel like if we were to sit here and to text about everything we just talked about today, that'd be like two weeks worth of stuff. Right. And then, you're, and then you're, you have like texting some. You're like, oh. <laughs> So in getting with these partners, a big, a big question that a, a, a lot of people have is how do you take care of yourself health-wise? Because you're having sexual relations with multiple partners. Yes. How do you make sure that you're safe and protected? So I always go get tested. And actually, it's funny we're talking about this because I have an appointment. What's today? Tuesday. 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 I have an appointment on Thursday at 7 a.m. to go get <laughs> yeah. tested. A full, a full screen thing. Um, I usually get tested. I mean, if I have a new partner, like it's usually after that um, or before that. Um, or if it's the same, like. Once or twice a year, for sure once a year, you know, you, you mm-hmm. have to go, like, get your breast exam and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, I'll always get tested, um, always need condom, birth control. So with your partners right now, do you have uh, any boundaries or rules set in place that if you meet somebody else, because obviously they're far away, and so that right. that physical need for you, that sexual gratification is not being mm-hmm. met. Mm-hmm. Do you have to tell them before or? Um, so basically, like, we don't have any rules or, okay. like, anything like that. Um, wow. I'm just, like, out of respect, I would tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, before or after? Um, Probably before. Okay. Probably before okay. because that way, like, I mean, I would want to know before as well, which, which they do, like, because we're in communication almost every day, you know, and I, I know what they're doing throughout right. their daily mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I feel like if, if I was told after, or if I told someone after, I feel like maybe that would almost seem like you were trying to get away with it. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. But then, you know, there are also times, like, where it could be spur of the moment, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to sit here and be like, hold on, before we go any further, (laughs) let me double check check, and make sure this is okay. (laughs) Like. Um, you know, I feel like in those cases, then, then, you know, you can't get mad at someone because they're having fun and they're enjoying themselves and they're happy. And like, right. you just have to be happy for them. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I do have FOMO and I, you know, everybody gets oh, jealous right. sometimes, oh. but like, you know, as long as I know that my relationships are, um, strong and in a good place, then like, you know, as long as my partners aren't hurting themselves or other people or animals, then like they can do whatever they want, you know? Cool. So yeah. I'm bad at the verbiage. Drew might have to help me with this. So your your boyfriend's wife, mm-hmm. your would be your metamor. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you? Do you have a relationship with her? 
So we've actually met um, a few times, like we've had breakfast together, like all three of us. And then um, I actually went down to their place in the Keys um, for uh, Pride this last oh, okay. How summer. fun. Yeah, it was so much I fun. Know, right? It was my first Pride and it was in Oh, oh, yes. Lucky bitch. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. That was the first time you had celebrated Pride? Yeah, because, oh, that's because awesome. I, I wanted to, like, come out at Pride. Like, right. I wanted to, like, celebrate it for me. You know, like, I mean, uh-huh. I celebrated it for everybody else, too, but, like, for me. This was, right. this was the first time celebrating it for me. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, that is so then, cool. Congratulations. That, thank you. The fact that I got to be there with him and his wife, too, like, right. it, it was really special. Um. And, like, you know, we don't necessarily talk, like, like text each other or talk on the phone. But, like, you know, I've met her and, like, we are great. We are good. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, that's awesome. Have you found that, that you're able to learn a lot from her? Because I know you were really intrigued by her in the right? beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I just, I don't know how she does it. Like, I mean, she's married, you know. She, um, her husband is a really great guy like um and you know i just i thank her a lot like for (laughs) sharing him with me because you know she doesn't have to do that right um but right on for that because not a lot of women do that shit or guys either you know so yeah yeah, right on for that gratitude is lacking a lot of times Mm -hmm. where it needs to be (laughs) yeah well yeah like i i always want to you know make sure that you know people that i care about know that i appreciate them and and love them. I hope, you know, I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have no rules, no boundaries, no, they're, you're just basically going as you, I, I guess, every day you're just making it up as you go. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, respect the relationship, you know, respect yourself. And How do you talk about your relationship in terms of the future? Do you guys talk about being partners, or do you look at these partnerships as temporary? Um, I hope they wouldn't be temporary. Um, but like, as far as like, I I know that I would never be able to move in with um married partner, obviously. Right. right. Um, and you know, I knew that going into this relationship. But like, I mean, I hope to you know one day like maybe be kicking him around in a wheelchair. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's already an old man, but I mean, he'll, <laughs> he'll be older then, you know. But like. You know, if if something were to like happen to his wife, like I would be there for him. You know, like God right. forbid. But I guess we don't really like make any plans. Like, oh hey, you know, mm-hmm. this is where we're gonna mm-hmm. be in a couple of years because uh, nobody really knows. You know, right. so I guess we just like make the most out of it each day. And I have abandonment issues, and okay. so um, like I sometimes need a lot of reassurance. Um, and like I'm working on that. Um, um, my the one that just moved, my partner that just moved. He is um, doing a really good job about that, like, with me saying, like, I, I still care for you. Like, ev- you know, everything's still the same. Like, uh, even though, you know, we haven't talked maybe in a while or, like, as much as we used to. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he tells me, I still care for you the same. I still love you the same. Like, well, everything is still the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, everything's good. Like, nothing happened. We're still good. <laughs> <laughs> so are you out there looking for new partners actively? Uh, dating is hard. It is, yes. especially during COVID time. I know, I know. And, like, um, I deal with, like, a lot of, like, creeps and stuff online. I'm sure. And especially, so. like, not with, like, a paid site. So now you got all these fucking weirdos coming at you. Well, and especially being single. You have to oh, yeah. vet them and, like, fill them out for a while and have lots of conversations with them because 
now you're going to meet them solo. Mm-hmm. And as a female, and as a little tiny petite well, thing, I know. that, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, yeah, that you know, oh, that's I a know. scary situation to be put in, mm-hmm. and it's hard to, it's hard to really get the gist of somebody, like you said, just via phone, via maybe a conversation or just a couple, couple of text messages like, yeah, over some time. And I don't like that. I don't like sitting right. there and, and texting somebody like forever, like look at your phone all day. Oh my god, right? <laughs> like people writing like stories. <laughs> so do you consider yourself being in the lifestyle then too? So like polyamorous and in the lifestyle? Like do you do you have really I know you're a sapiosexual, but do you have sexual relationships where there's not a emotional relationship attached? Um not as of lately. Okay. No. So you almost are like monopoly in a in a way. Like yeah, you yeah. like to stick mm-hmm. with those partner you have multiple partners but you like to stick with those partners and not really swap or Mm -hmm. anything like that Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah um you know just because like like i'm not like i have to get something first and then that right right because looks aren't everything like i've real i've met some really ugly beautiful people if that makes sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) we know exactly what you mean (laughs) we know exactly what you mean yeah so you, you have to be careful. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I, especially, like, my dad always would tell me, like, that I need to find somebody that has a bigger heart than me. And so, oh. okay, because, like, I feel like I am so giving and I'm so nice and stuff. And, like, um, not all good people are attracted to that. It's, like, like the bad people, too. Kind of like a moth and a light. You know, oh, yeah. right? And they Opposites. they want to like steal my light or something. That that's what one of my partners says. Don't let them steal your light. Oh, so yeah. Oh, that's sweet though, because he he sees that, that your heart is big. He mm. sees what your dad sees. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because because he is that way. I think his, I know his heart is bigger than mine for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. and this is your married partner. Yep. Okay. So when you get to that point with your son, do you think, do you have any idea on how you'll try to explain this to him? I don't know, really. I mean, like, I feel like if, I feel like it would be better if we all sat down together and Mm -hmm. told him, because I could sit there and tell him, oh, well, it's okay. Like, his wife knows. And then, like, maybe then my son would think I was a liar. Um, And so, like, I would maybe want them all to be there and then. That way he can see that the wife himself says, yes, yes. Th- that's okay. Like, it's okay that, um, you know, your mom and him have a relationship. Like, I think maybe that would be better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. That yeah. would be awesome. I mean, because he already does hang out. Um, You know, he even has a nickname for my partner. <laughs> oh, that's okay. cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. I'll have to tell you after. <laughs> Tell us about how, have you gone into any lifestyle parties or have you gone into, have you gone into the community, the poly community? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, um, like I go to tracks all the time. Like, okay. um, <laughs> that's like my favorite place. Like I love to go there because, um, like I can go and be myself and mm-hmm. like pretty much wear whatever I want to wear yep. and like not have to worry about like some like creepy dude, like. Looking at me and like you know creeping on me, um, because everybody is is so kind there. I mean, 
that I that I I guess I ran into there. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I've I've been to a few. I'm I've actually never been to like an official play party before. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Well, because of COVID. I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, okay. I don't because well, this is all so new to yeah. her too. Yeah, is, like yeah. a couple years. Like basically, I just started all of this. Like, and then COVID happened. Uh, yep. So oh, I'm, I'm kind of like trying to navigate all of it. Um, you know, but like I've been to like birthday parties and stuff like where there have been um areas to play, but I really love it because. Um, and this is like for people who don't like bubble style, but um, like when you go to a play party, it's not just like an, a giant orgy and everybody just like right. <laughs> having sex everywhere. That's not what it is. Like it can be, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily that. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, usually, I mean, if there is like there's like that separate area for right. that. So then mm-hmm. like there can be, um, you know, a normal normal. I mean, a non-sexual party. We're not right. normal. No. We're <laughs> <laughs> normal. I, I say that too. Uh-huh. Or vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah, vanilla. Yeah. Like there can be a vanilla type <laughs> atmosphere going on in one section of the basement or the house or the backyard or wherever. And then in a totally sex- different section. Complete. It's non-vanilla. It's yeah. more mm-hmm. <laughs> Neapolitan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you dabble in, in any of the BDSM or kink world as well? I've domed a little bit. Oh. Holy shit, dom. really? You're so sweet and soft-spoken. So, so <laughs> one of my partners, actually, the one that just recently moved, uh-huh. um, I'm more dominant um, in the bedroom. Okay. And so um, <laughs> it's really funny because he's strong, like really strong. like, And so he always laughs because even though I'm trying to restrain him, like with my body weight or whatever, he says, you know, I can just throw you off of yeah, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang it. I need to get some chains for my bed now. <laughs> Like because because I'm not it's not working. <laughs> and you need to add some extra yeah. weaponry in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so he he came to see me one time and um, we were doing stuff and um, I was holding his hands like with my hand one hand or like both or something and um, it wasn't working and so I took my sock off like my <laughs> knee high sock. <laughs> And I tied him Bucket up <laughs> with a sock. There you go. <laughs> whatever, whatever works. Whatever works. Sock, whatever right? works. <laughs> right? Uh, and so uh, he still talks about that. So now now we have, like, he fantasizes about the uh, socks. And I recently just moved. And when I was um, taking my little sock bin thing, I saw the socks. And I grabbed them out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I to, like, surprise him with a picture or something later with the socks. Right. So oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> So did you always feel like you were Dom or did that just come out in the bedroom? So basically he brings out things in me that like nobody else does. And like same for, same for him. Like he, he tells me the same. And so, um, uh, he feels, I guess, more feminine with me. And then I take on the more masculine role. Okay. Um, cause I, I, we think maybe he has a feminine soul or something. Okay. And so like, it's, um, we never planned it. We never just, we never said, okay, this is what we're going to do this time. Like, it, we kind of just, I don't know, switched together. Him and I's relationship is, is um, surreal, is the word that we use, because of how we're connected and stuff. 
Hell yeah. Like with energetic sex and like Tantra stuff. And um, so we we hadn't ever like tried him being like the more feminine role and me being the masculine. And um, we both felt different that day. And so I was like, well, let's just go with it. And, and here we are. Huh? Here we are. I'm a man and he's a woman. And <laughs> Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's like, awesome. like he calls me sir and stuff. Really? Yeah. What and a I completely like different change from your previous relationship. I know. Like from going to being so controlled to now you're the dominant. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're the controlling yeah. one. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Like I think I just I think in I in a much better way. Yeah. In oh, a much yeah, of course more positive way. and yes. healthier way. Yes. yes. Because aftercare is one hundred percent necessary. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think aftercare is more important than the actual stuff <laughs> well after care and because it was both consensual right right it wasn't just you know you're not just beating his ass and right. leaving him there right. you no, know no, here. He's, <laughs> no he's sitting he's there telling me to slap him across the face and right. then i slap him across the face and then i say can i do it again he says, yeah Psh. i don't know i was gonna like yeah. it like, <laughs> he, like, he like looks at me he's like will you slap me and i'm like really i was like okay and i slapped him and then like I'm like, can I do that again? <laughs> I've never hit anybody Slap. before. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> right? It felt so good. And then the fact that he liked it too, like it just turned me on even more. <laughs> you like, fuck. That's yeah. fucking awesome. I, I know, love that right? you're getting to explore all of this all with this your new yeah. shit. Yes. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that was in me. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. See, and this is, this is, I love stories like this because we do meet a lot of women. Um, we're actually getting ready to meet one soon. That have gone through domestic violence and that oh, deal with this on, you know, a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And the thought of the role reversal ever being an option or it ever going into the other spectrum where now you're in a happy, loving, you know, healthy relationship. You have to break the cycle. Right. Yes. You have to. Because I learned in therapy that when you have an, a domestic um, abusive relationship or like a, um, an abusive partner chances are you're going to have another one and another one mm-hmm. and another one. And you have to you you have to do the work and you have to research because because those abusers have the same behavioral patterns and you have to be able to look for that. So how do you do that now? That cuz that's really interesting cuz mm-hmm. you know, I've never I've knocked on wood you know, Kenji, Kenji has hurt me, but consensually. Right. <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> so uh, I've never been, thank God, and never had to deal with any type of abuse, um, mm-hmm. you know, physical abuse of any kind, whether from a partner or from, you know, a, a person in power, parent or anything like that. Yeah. So how do you know what to look for in terms of when you're looking for partners now and what to avoid? There's a lo- I mean, there's a lot of red flags and stuff like obviously, you know, them like control trying to control you and stuff and like um i'm basically i'm a bird like you can't put me in a cage like you have to love me in a way where i feel free and so you know if somebody's you know trying to tell me that i can't or what to do or like you know it it makes me sad when when women say um oh well um he let me go out or she let me or he he she's not gonna he's not gonna let me wear that or like let you is right he, is you're he an your, adult yeah you're are a they grown, your parent yeah right? yeah you should be able to make those decisions for yourself yeah um you know and then also you know how they how they talk about their partners to you um because if they're bad mouthing their partner to you 
then that that means that they're probably going to badmouth you to other people. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, if they're badmouthing anybody from the for from the get go, whatever. Right. But um, you know, you you have to respect your partners even when they're not around. I I look at their relationships with their partners. You know, like how long have they been together? Like. Um, how long have you been polyamorous? You know, are you really polyamorous or are you just a swinger? So Um, it's almost easier for you or, uh, yeah, easier and a little bit safer, I guess, for you to date somebody that already has a partner because then you can talk to that partner and kind of know how that relationship is going. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because because I would love to, I mean, um, I've had relationships um, with married men and I always try to befriend the wife. Oh, yeah. Because, like, she's sharing her husband with me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I I do not ever want, like, anyone to think that I'm here to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, which is, is never my intention. And, like, sometimes, no matter how many times, like, you could tell that to someone, like, hey, I'm only here with good intentions. I'm only, you know. But in the end, like, people are only battling themselves, you mm-hmm. know. And so... I want to make sure that they are polyamorous, like that they have the communication skills because I've been fooled. I've been fooled and I've had my heart broken and polyamory really is not for everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, This lifestyle isn't for everybody. No. And you can, you can tell somebody that you're polyamorous, but actions speak louder than words, you know, for now. And like, you know, the foreseeable future, I guess like I'm only going to see people who I know or like who like vetted people and like people who who have multiple relationships or who have had multiple relationships for a while um just because like I know that I'm new in this but like I feel like I've I guess always felt this way mm-hmm. okay and like I know I'm growing and I'm I still have things you know everybody has things they need to work on and I'm growing and I'm learning every day um but like I feel um like I'm I don't know. I can handle polyamory well, I feel. If it suits you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because because I do like those interactions with the multiple people. Like, I love, you know, getting all these good morning texts or, like, you know, hey, like, how's your day? Like, oh, who's this? Oh, no, that's that's him or, the, you know, that's mm-hmm. her. Like, um, and, like, I just, because I have all that love to give. Um, and I love hearing other people's stories and, like, learning about them as well. Um, I'm a people person and, like, I love telling my story too because maybe it can help somebody. Hell yeah! That's exactly why we brought you on. Yeah, hell yeah! Right <laughs> thank on. you so yeah. much for sharing your story yeah. with yeah, us. Thank you. It's so lovely too to see how happy you are because I can tell when you speak about your prior relationships oh, yeah. that you were in a dark, like and it was bad, it's and bad. and so that you've lifted yourself out of that and you're being true to yourself now and you're really being able to live your life to the fullest and. Yeah. I hope that helps a lot of our people out there. Huh. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank Love you so it. much huh. for coming, Sasha. Yeah, thank you, sharing Sasha. Your story. Thank you. Cheers. 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 Thanks for having me, God. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Ishes, you know where to catch us. Go online. Check YouTube. us out. YouTube. Spotify. Spotify just hit number one. for It just surpassed iTunes and, and virtually every other um, podcast library out there. Oh, so, cool. so check us out on Spotify. Like right. and subscribe. Bye, guys.